Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Grunge Spiro, the New Jersey-based spearfishing podcast where, just like the waters of the Northeast, we're down and dirty and ready to kill you with all things spearfishing. And now, your host, Big Tom. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm your host, Big Tom, and thank you for tuning in to The Grunge Bureau. Listen, it's been a while, and in case you didn't catch the last episode, I've been out of commission for the past couple months, so I missed the tail end of the season. But despite the lack of content, our numbers have been going up, which in such a niche market, I'm grateful. And not for nothing, that's without me having to post bikini pics with other people's fish. Yeah, shots fired. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Listen, I love those pages. Who doesn't like hot girls spearfishing? Um, but seriously, to have hundreds of downloads with only four episodes in such a tight market, I'm insanely grateful. This means I'm willing to invest more of my time and money into making this channel great. And I have new connections, new gear, so I, let's look out. It's going to be a great new year. Call me Dr. Dre. <laughs> Listen, I have notes, but I didn't necessarily uh, plan that little rhyme. Um, with that being said, this is also my first attempt at a video cast. So hopefully we'll have this up on YouTube as well, with all the videos I mentioned in here, too. Um, anyways, speaking of the new year, I hope everybody had a great Christmas and holiday season, whatever's politically correct. Um, and I hope you've been easing into the 20, uh, easing into 2024 without any issues. Um, coming into the dead of the winter, it's, it's a tough time for us Spiros. For many of us in the North Atlantic, we call it quits. And even the few of us who try to make it work, fish are scarce, the water's freezing. It comes down to, is it worth the squeeze? It's always worth the squeeze. <laughs> Lemonade, that is. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean we can't fill that spearfishing void. Being the basic podcasting bitch I am, I want to take this episode to recap some of my highlights from this past season, including favorite catches, incidents, and what I'm really looking forward to, the top catches from the community. So let's dive in. Sorry, these are, these are my notes. Um, not that I could read them anyway. Uh, First off, I just want to give some updates. There's not really much I have locally. I would like to, here we go. I'd like to recommend checking out the Tri-State Skin Divers. Um, they're a great group. If you find any videos online that are awesome from New Jersey, Rhode Island and whatnot, it's probably a member from here. But uh, let me find it. They, uh, they just closed out their leaderboard with some fantastic fish. So do find them on Instagram. Very uh great group. Also, we've had a ton of big storms rolling in, so the water hasn't been spectacular. Uh, definitely great for surfers, but nothing I'd recommend spearing in. As mentioned earlier, I was out of commission, so I didn't get out much. I did happen to go out two days right around Christmas. The water was, for this time of year, visibility was great for the most part, but there wasn't much around, and I just, I missed the tide. So for me to have to go out and struggle to get under a goddamn rock for a target, it just wasn't. So I, uh, right now, I'm focusing on all the minutiae with the podcast, lining up people and all that. But uh, I do plan to get out towards the end of February, beginning of March. Not that there's really going to be anything going on, but 
there's nothing to practice for this sport. The best thing you could do is be in the water. So if I can get in early enough, maybe I'll have a respectable breath hold by the time we get to 4th of July. <laughs> anyway, that pretty much wraps it up for any news that's been happening. Let's hop right into the best moments of 2023. Uh, let me start off, uh, we'll actually go uh, close to the beginning of the season. Although I was diving since late February, not much was happening. Visibility, it was typical for winter, winter, early spring. It was amazing. But it's towards the end of March that things really get good. That's when blackfish, they start repopulating all the jetties. And this year was beautiful. It's a known fact that the week before... Tog season, you see the best tog. Then, opening day rolls around, they disappear. They're never to be seen again. It's, it's science. It's, it's just what happens. And this year was no different. So anyway, uh, a couple days before the season opened, I was out at an inlet that I typically uh, dive off of. Now, visibility was great. Ton of blackfish everywhere. You know, I'm out there scoping my spot, getting ready for opening day. One second. Cheers. So I'm scoping out my spot. I dive down. I'm probably in about 15 feet of water. Dozens and dozens of blackfish. And you can see this in the video. Hopefully I'll have this up on YouTube for you. Dozens of blackfish. Now, despite being in this buffet of blacks, all of a sudden, a monster cruises by. This big prego female is dwarfing dozens of 15 to 17 inch fish. It was really a mommy step on me moment. It was, it was beautiful. Um, that was one of the biggest blackfish I've seen. Now, after that, I didn't see her again. Nobody seemed to bring her out of the water. Who knows? I don't try to shoot female blackfish. Uh, if it was opening day, I can't say I wouldn't have. This was a fish of a lifetime for people. Um, it was, it was truly, truly amazing. So that was definitely the, one of the top highlights for the season. Um, truly amazing. Next up, let's talk about trifectas. If you spearfish in New Jersey, fluke is a go-to. It's what we usually start off shooting. There's always a ton of them around. They're mighty tasty. And they don't really take that much to, to kill. You know, hunting is... You, you don't have to be the best hunter to necessarily shoot a fluke. Now, the past couple of years, the limits have been two fish between 17 and 18, so there's a slot, and then one fish above 18. <clears throat> so 18 and a quarter and up and whatnot. So sizing these fish up, it can get tricky. There is hunting involved and, you know, being a good spear fisherman comes into play. So, I wasn't able to get out opening day, but a few days after that or whatever, I think it was uh, May 9th, uh, yeah, May 9th to be exact, I had a great day. I killed, I killed it. It was, it was wonderful. I got what I call a trifecta, a 17, 18, 19. So that, that was, I, I'm just, I'm dumbfounded because it really it set the tone for the rest of the season. Instead of having to get the biggest fish, 
for me to have this kind of personal competition to go 17, 18, 19, it, it was just, it was a cool little, a, a cool little way to make it fun and to really work on sizing fish underwater and your hunting skills as well. Ugh, eh, well, we'll edit this shit out. I, I fucked up. All right, staying in line with Fluke, one of my next top moments of 2023. I was diving late in the summer. It was the end of July, I think, going into uh, August. Visibility was still pretty good, probably about 10 feet. Now, I had a handful of people that were looking for bluefish, uh, so I was out, you know, perching on rocks, hanging on the edge, borderlining into the channel, waiting for these things to cruise by. Mm, no luck. So I go back up, I hop down, see this nice flatty down at the bottom. You know, good, good size, probably about 18 and a half to 20 inches, enough for me to eat. So I look at him and as soon as I get in his eyesight, as soon as I look at him with just my eyeballs, he bolts. So I chase him, thinking I could chase this motherfucker. I, I don't know. So as we're going, he comes just out of my range. I bring my gun up and bam, I nail that son of a bitch. Whoo! Yeah, I nailed him to an underwater log. This thing was about eight feet long and 10 inches in diameter. And of course, because I was going for bluefish, I had all the bands on my gun. Now this was a 75 centimeter, but it packs a punch with both bands. So my buddy is cracking the F up. I mean, he saw everything and I had this all on video. So I was, I was loving this. Um, I was like, this is one of the best shots of the season. Um, so anyway, I, I try to unpin him, you know, dislodge the bolt from this, this log and I just couldn't get it. So I, I get under the thing and I do go full Schwarzenegger and lift the whole log up and finally get it up onto the rocks and uh, prefer, perform surgery. Fast forward the end of the day, uh, it was a couple more fluke and no, no bluefish or anything, but Great day overall, but exhausting. We get out, it's dark, you know, I'm just, I'm just so tired. So I throw everything in the back of the truck, start heading home, go to 7-Eleven about halfway. And I'm like, let me take a look at this footage. Camera's not there. Are you shitting me? And I tear my truck off. It's, I call my buddy. I'm like, are you still down there? No. So I turn around and I drive all the way back and I'm thinking the worst. Now about a quarter mile from the inlet, I see this little black box that's all, I said, oh no. Well, my GoPro was in a thousand pieces and the card was split in half. I couldn't save it. The best, one of the best shots, the most comical things that have ever happened to be spearfishing just gone. So in addition to having a really good, you know, a really good day, breaking the GoPro, it was just comical, you know, it was, it was good. So that, that was definitely another top moment. Um, all right. All right. I have to say probably my favorite involving fish. Ooh, it's not what you shoot. It's what you don't shoot. This was early May. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was around uh, mid-May, so May. 
I was uh, I was bass fishing, so I headed straight out to the tip of this long jetty I frequent. Well, we know whenever you get in the water, you always kind of get in the oh shit mode. You know, you're you're thinking, what's to the imagination? Is there a shark? Is there a dolphin? I'll be serious. Dolphins scare the shit out of me. I've seen them a handful of times underwater. I don't. Dolphin rape is real. Stay away. Anyway, so. Bass are on my mind, water's a little fishy, so it, my head's going around. Well, I'm cruising through these rocks. Now, visibility was about five feet, hazy, give or take. Uh, maybe, now nah, it, it was about five feet, so nothing, nothing too crazy. I'm, I'm diving, I'm coming around this rock, you know, really working the reef. And all of a sudden, as I come around, and you see, you'll see this. Oh, hold on. As I'm coming around, bam! See, fucking sand tiger. <laughs> Let me tell you, I just, I kind of giggled. I, I kind of gave a little, ooh, 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 underwater. <laughs> it wasn't big. It was only about four feet, but it's great because in the footage... You see me keeping my eye on this guy. And it, beautiful sight. They move in the water like snakes. It's truly nice. But in the footage, you could see me completely disregard a whole school of bass that come to my right. Yeah, it was great. Now, I have to say, this, this was probably my favorite moment because of all my time doing this. I've been doing this 12 years now. I've never actually seen a shark. I've been in water with them. I've had people come up, Tom, there's a shark right there. Okay, I didn't see it. Uh, and it's just to finally see one. I've seen big dogfish and I've seen some pretty big dogfish, but to to just see one up close, it was like, oh, okay. And once more, it, it didn't do anything to me. I was like, oh, it's a shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I first saw a dolphin, F that. F that, I got out of the water. I, I, it kept me out of the water for a week. But the shark, it was nice. It was, it was great to pop the cherry and to get that on video. So once again, if we have this on YouTube, it'll be in there. All right, all right. Now, before the top moment of all of 2023 for me, kind of a cop-out moment, but before that, I want to give you a few honorable mentions. First, diving offshore at the Shrewsbury Rocks in two feet of visibility and not seeing a damn thing. Number two, my buddy Kevin kicking up a massive butterfly ray, about eight feet wide. That was pretty cool. Didn't have my camera, though, so I was bummed. Okay. Final honorable mention, me shooting a sheep's head, which most certainly looked bigger than a playing card at the time. Yeah, well, you know what they say about small fish. If you could shoot small fish, you probably got good target practice. Uh, here we go. Anyways, I have to say, I've been spearfishing the beaches of New Jersey for about 12 years now. And this has probably been the first time that I've actually felt as a part of the community. When I first started, it used to be every man for themselves and there wasn't much content out there. Spearfishing for me was always a solo thing, in and out of the water. I mean... I would get in, I would dive, and that was it. There was no YouTube videos, there was no chatting on the forums. It was just, it was just a piece of me, like kind of like working out or whatnot. Um, and this year, I've met so many people, noobs, experts, kids that are just happy to fucking be here. 
And I've learned something from every one of them. So without a doubt, my top moment of 2023, hands down, has been the opportunity to dive with so many different Spiros and build a network of friends. That network, those friendships, those connections, that's what's going to help make this podcast, this channel, be the best it can be. So thank you all. Now, this is my favorite, the one we've been waiting for. The top catches of the community. Now, these aren't necessarily the biggest or baddest catches out there, nor are they sexy, offshore, exotic locales for clickbait. But they're catches from divers that are like you and me. They've highlighted hunting skills, talent, and just pure luck. Without further ado, in third place for the top community catch, you've heard him before, our buddy Lil John Pointer. He nailed a 26-inch weak fish. What made this catch amazing was conditional and a bit of luck. Johnny, although an accomplished rod and reel guy, is a fairly new diver, but he took to the sport right away. Weak fish aren't common these days, which means Johnny was in the right place at the right time. He was lucky, and luck is what perfectly sums up 99.9% of fishing in any form. Not only that, Johnny nailed it with his rinky-dink, I shouldn't say rinky-dink because it works, but with his handmade, hand-chiseled spear gun. For you to be able to create something, take it in the water, shoot, and it aims, it's, it's amazing. Johnny, you did a great job. And you can find him at, jo what's it, JohnP900 underscore on Instagram. Great guy. Number two, I was going to do this earlier, but thank God I waited. It fits at the end of the year much better. Coming in second, Charles Oliveira. He had a 25-inch, 11-pound sheep's head. That's a 25-inch, 11-pound sheep's head in New Jersey. That's insane, especially where, where we were fishing. Now, Charles, or as many say, Higante, he's one hell of a spear fisherman. I don't have an Instagram for him, but you can find him on Facebook. Anyways, uh, this is actually a funny story. The day before, John Pointer actually told me he shot and missed this massive once-in-a-lifetime sheep's head. Well, I didn't believe him. Not the he shot and it got off part. I mean, that happens to him all the time. But I just, you know, I, I didn't believe him. I was like, okay, maybe it wasn't that big. Well, the next day, I decided to go out myself. John was actually fishing there too that day. But I go out myself, and I'm making my way to the end of the jetty. And I see Charles out there. And I say, because he's a, 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 pardon me, I forget if he's a Spanish or a Brazilian, but, uh, you know, I say, uh, on de pescado. And he smiles and smiles and he points at his float. So I swim out. I take a look at his float and I just, I, I, sh I shit myself. I <laughs> seriously, I, I couldn't stop laughing and smiling. I take both my hands like this, you know, finger spread, put them on the side of this fish. The biggest sheep's head ever. It was a, it was massive. And uh, I gotta tell you, Johnny, I guess you were right. There was some big ass fucking sheep's head there. <laughs> Charles, great job. I always look forward to uh, the catches. Now,
All right, the number one spot for the best catch of the year goes to Mariano DeMora. You can find him on Instagram at Spiro underscore Mo. Mariano nailed a beautiful 29-inch striped bass. Now, it's, it's not because he shot a bass. It's, it's a good fish, but how he did it. He was using a pole spear. Now, now I may be biased because of my love for poles. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I had to. It was a low-hanging fruit. But when you watch the video, you'll see what I mean. First off, his footage is some of the best I've seen come out of New Jersey. Just visibility, the fish, it was, it was amazing. So, while you're watching the footage, Mariano dives down. He's got the camera on his head. He's slowly working a ledge under a bridge. Now, as he comes to the ledge, you see a sheet of blackfish. Now, instead of just, you know, John Wayne shooting whatever, He's combing. He's actually exemplifying hunting techniques. It's, it's great. He's watching. He's peering. And all of a sudden, you see some bass come in. And he doesn't just shoot the first bass. He assesses, lines up his shot, and bam, nails it. It was some of the best spearfishing I've seen. Hit it good, got it with the pole spear, brought it in, took the catch home. Amazing. Mariano amazing work, amazing work for everybody. And I'd also like to thank, before I forget, Mariano, I'd like to thank you and your service. He signed up for the Coast Guard and he's been doing real well there. So everybody, you know, keep, keep them in your prayers, you know, as with everybody that we know. So ladies and gentlemen, those are my top moments of 2023. Please look out. We have a lot coming in 2024. As always, I'm Big Tom and this is the Grunge Spiro. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Grunge Spiro. You can find us on the internet on all social platforms at The Grunge Spiro wherever you get your podcasts.